Happy Friday, everyone. I'm already stressed looking at the rundown for today's show. I'm going to save some time in the intro and get right to it because we have a lot going on in the game of golf this week. As you know, I'm your host, Samantha Marks, bringing you everything you need to know from this week in golf in 10 to 15-ish minutes. And boy, do we have some news this week. Heavy week on the content side, but that's the kind of stuff people like me and you, if you're listening to this, love. So let's get right to it, starting with our rundown. Here's what we're going to go with for today's show. Here's where we're going. Sam Burns leads the way at the Genesis Invitational after the first round at Riviera, fired a seven under 64. If you listen to the Stripe show often, you know how much Travis loves Sam Burns. So we'll get into that. Adam Scott tries another putter. No one's shocked about that. Tyler McCumber had emergency surgery on Tuesday after slamming his finger in a sliding window at his hotel and still played really well on Thursday. Brooks snapped two sets of clubs before winning the waste management. That came out this week. Bubba Watson opened up about mental health struggles. We'll get into that. Joaquin Neiman raised $2 million for his cousin's month-old baby's treatment of his deadly genetic disorder. So that's been going really well, and he raised all that money, and the baby is now getting treatment. Mike Wan is now going from the LPGA to the USGA, which is going to be great for the game. Happy Gilmore celebrated its 25th anniversary this week, and it's the latest turn at Shadow Creek. A new match play event is coming in May for the ladies and I am hyped and I'm sure you are too. Okay, so as you heard, we clearly have a lot to talk about. Let's begin your recap of the week in golf in 10 to 15-ish minutes, starting with the Genesis Invitational. Sam Burns leads the way at Riviera. He's still looking for his first PGA Tour win, but a first round seven under 64 will definitely put you in a good position at a very hard course like Riviera. We know that course is hard, and Burns knows it too. This was what he said in his press conference yesterday. Quote, this golf course at times doesn't offer you a lot of opportunities. So I think just with that mindset going in, we were going to take what we could get. So that's a great lesson that we all can learn and expectations and just kind of letting things come as they go and knowing and understanding that the game is hard. Um, He holds a two-shot lead over Matthew Fitzpatrick and Max Homa, who's playing well again. And Patrick Cantlay, once again up on the on the leaderboard he's one behind them and Dustin Johnson one behind Cantlay and Dustin Johnson is now the favorite to win going into Friday he is uh, at the top of the betting odds so it's shaping up to be a good Friday and a good weekend of course it always is when we get to watch Riviera on TV next up you'll be shocked by this ready Adam Scott is trying another putter who would have thought Not me. I mean, come on. The guy tries a different putter every week. And this one seems to work, though. So, my God, if he changes it again, I'm going to lose it. He led the field on day one at Riviera in strokes gained putting, made 106 feet of putts, which is a lot, and he shot two under. But get this. He said he just put it in the bag for entertainment. So he's been happy with his putting overall, so I'm not really sure why he would put a new putter in the bag just to entertain himself, but it seemed to work. So we'll let it slide. And get this, Tyler McCumber slammed his finger in a sliding window at his hotel on Tuesday, had to have emergency surgery at the hospital to remove his fingernail. He bandaged it up, went straight to the range to hit balls, and even fired a bogey-free 67 on Thursday. I don't know about you guys, but I always played better when I was sick or when the weather was really bad. It's almost like it takes your mind off of the game itself, and it keeps you kind of carefree, which McCumber actually agrees with. In his post-round interview, he said, quote, 
Riviera will take your mind off the pain. So I think that that's it. There's, there's something there, which, you know, he's focused a little bit on his finger and making sure that he feels okay. And um, less about the score. Cause again, I'm sure expectations were low. So really cool to see him play well, very shocked by his post round interview. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but if you did, his finger was all bloody and bandaged. So super awesome. If he's able to continue playing well this week. So here come the haters for this one. In a press conference this week, Brooks Kepka said he snapped two sets of irons right before he won the waste management in anger that he had missed three straight cuts before that win. He said he was, quote, frustrated, and he fell into the trap of becoming, quote, results-oriented, which we've all been there, but here's what he said. Quote, I snapped two sets of irons after playing Mexico and then after Tory, and I don't really do that. So there was quite a bit of frustration. It was over my knee. I did it at the house. It was in the living room. I walked into the house and just cracking noise right over the knee, end quote. So I guess you could say what I learned from that is that Brooks actually does care about his golf game. News to us, considering his bland demeanor and comments about only caring about majors. But it's good to see that he's human, too, in my opinion. There's always going to be people who hate on like, oh, that's childish. Oh, that's immature. I think it's good for him. And I think it's good for us to see that, you know, he's a likable and relatable guy. So I don't mind it. Um, but a lot of people on Instagram and Twitter sure did. This is a great story, in my opinion. This week, an article came out about Bubba Watson struggling with his mental health. And I love this. I obviously don't love that he's struggling, but I love that a top player in the game was willing to open up about his struggles with anxiety, social anxiety, his weight, um, and more. And if you haven't read that article, I'd highly recommend it. I retweeted it yesterday. And as someone, um, me, who's been on anxiety medication for years, I totally empathize with him. And I love that he's speaking out because this is how we reduce the stigma around mental health. Keep talking about it. And thank you to Bubba Watson for letting us all know that we're not alone. So that one really touched me this week. And if you're struggling in, in, in any way, which I know a lot of people are, especially with COVID-19 in the past year now, um, definitely go and check out that article. It will definitely make you feel better. Well, for some good news, you might remember Joaquin Neiman trying to raise money for his cousin's month-old baby's severe illness. Well, he did it. He set out the goal of raising $2 million for a transfusion that actually costs $2.1 million. And he did it. The child is receiving that treatment back home now. And I could get into the fact that something in healthcare actually costs $2 million, that's ridiculous, but I won't. So we'll leave it at the good news. Congrats to them. And I hope that they were, that the baby recovers very soon. Next up, let's go, baby. Mike Wan is headed from the LPGA to the USGA. Mike Wan was named the new CEO of the USGA this week. And I don't know about you, but we kind of always knew that he wasn't going anywhere. He was too good for women's golf and too good for the game in general. He's going to be great at this new position. One of his main goals has always been the women's game. And now it's transitioned to focusing on the U.S. Women's Open over with the USGA and elevating that biggest championship in women's golf. He's focused on doing that. So I'm really, really excited to see what Juan does, bringing a new perspective to the old association of the USGA. It'll be really refreshing and exciting, especially how much the LPGA players love him and look up to him. I think it will be a welcome change. Happy Gilmore celebrated its 25th anniversary this week. Adam Sandler posted a video of him doing the Happy Gilmore swing. And of course, Shooter McGavin chimed in after him. An iconic golf movie and two of the best actors on the planet. It was good for a little midweek pick-me-up. 
Last but not least, we love to hear this one. It is the ladies' turn at Shadow Creek. A match play event is coming to Shadow Creek at the end of May this year, 2021. 64 players competing head-to-head here for $1.5 million purse. This is a great step in the right direction for women's golf, becoming more on the same playing field, literally, as men's golf. So I'm super excited to watch that coming up. Match play, there's literally nothing like it. So... Holy moly, we covered a lot this week. Thanks for bearing with me. That's the goal here on Fridays. Deliver the most news in the least amount of time. Get you caught up on what happened this week in golf. And I hope you had fun with me again on this Friday. But stay tuned for a huge giveaway coming during the Florida Swing very soon right here on the Stripe Show podcast. Stay tuned to Travis Fulton's Twitter and Instagram handles and the Stripe Show pod handle on Twitter. We'll have more details very soon. We're securing some really exciting stuff. All you have to do is subscribe, leave us a review. If you had fun with me today, drop a comment. It takes 30 seconds and we'd really appreciate it but that's it for this week i'll see you next week until then cheers and make it a great and safe weekend let's take a second to talk about the guys and girls over at encore golf encore has earned a reputation of having the most cutting edge technology in their golf balls that the industry has seen in quite some time their team in buffalo new york is changing the script of golf technology through the perimeter weighted designs use of high-density particles, and even a nano-transitional layer in their latest creation, which offers players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course and extreme velocity off the tee. They already have their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, but the new Vero X1 is the highest performance ball to date with their full suit of golf balls. They are transforming the game for players of all skill levels, visit EncoreGolf.com slash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast.